Hey everybody, this is K Steel Words of Wisdom. You're tuning in. I'm your host, K Steel, and I just thank you for tuning in today. It's a beautiful, rainy day here in California. And uh, we're going to start off today's topic with a question. A friend of mine, uh, she asked me a question. And her question was, do you think a person can be damaged goods and still be a good person? And that is so powerful. So I was like, you know what? Today I want to talk about it because I have my own personal experience. And to be honest with you, I think that's probably over half a society uh, that has been through, you know, a few things in life um, that has caused some sort of damage or brokenness in their life. And, and to, to really be honest with this, to start it off, my response to her was, yes, I believe a person or people can be damaged in some areas of their life uh, of who they are, you know, emotionally and, and whatever else and still be decent people. I think we uh, sometimes frown upon people who are openly damaged, but never really say too much or, or even offer the help to the person who is emotionally uh, uh, damaged in some areas. Uh, because it's not really shown they can pretty much hide it very well. And if you look close enough, I think it's a good chunk of our society. Uh, I <laughs> growing up, I grew up in an environment where the, the language wasn't always the best. And I think it's just a trend, uh, a generational thing where uh, I know in the black community anyway, a lot of the parents uh, talk to their kids the way they were talked to. Um, and, but they also talked from a place of emotional distress, emotional hurt, hurts and pains just in their community itself um, and being broken and damaged in some areas. Right. And so I remember uh, just growing up, if I did something wrong, I got cussed out. And as a child, it's something that you don't like. Uh, and I, this is not everybody's situation, but as a child, there's there's a. Uh, that's something you don't like. You don't like being talked to in that manner, right? You don't like people uh, downing you or whatever. So I grew up in my family. I love my family to life, but just like a lot of um, families that are in poverty or going through different things and growing up on um, financial aids from the government and, and doing different things, we are damaged in a lot of ways. And, uh, I think most of us, what we do is we go through society before we start our journey. We go through society damage. That's why you have so many high statistics of young blacks uh, going through the judicial system or doing bad in school or uh, always fighting because they're damaged emotionally and they grow up damaged people because of what happened to them. I mean, uh, I remember... <laughs> I got told on by my little sister one time because I got on a, I think I got on the roof of the house because the way the roof was set up, climbed a tree, sat on the roof, wasn't doing anything up there. And we just thought me and my cousin thought it was cool to sit on top of the roof. Right. Um, and I remember she seen us and she ran the house and went and told. And when we came down, <clears throat> we had to hold books on each of our arms and just stand there while my dad, uh, my stepdad would look at us. And I used to hate, it felt so embarrassed because it would be in front of company. Uh, we would get cussed out if we dropped the books or at times my arm would get popped. And back then I didn't look at it as so much as something damaged. I just looked at it. This is, 
this was my dad's way of punishing me for being on the roof or putting my life in danger. And he had a funny way of showing that that's what it really was, that I was putting my life in danger. And so it was just like, you know, growing up in a, those type of environments and, and experiencing those kind of things, you don't believe that, that that's something that is damaging to you emotionally. And you take those kind of behaviors, if you're not careful, into, you know, next relationships. And so if I fast forward, right, because most of these podcasts that I speak, you know, my words of wisdom is usually from life experience, period. Um, Yes, I I do a lot of research. Um, I've had a lot of encounters that I actually remember with different people. But my own personal like stories help me understand why it's so important to learn and grow as a person. Um, So I was uh, talking to a woman of interest last year. Her and I was having uh, her and I was having a good conversation, actually. And she was always trying to help me do things. She was just like, oh, let me get that. Or like, say, for instance, we were driving to uh, go to the movies or something and I had a, um, a juice. And so as I'm driving, I'm so used to doing everything by myself. I pop the juice. And uh, while I'm driving, she was like, why you didn't just hand it to me? Or uh, say I get ready before I start off. I'm working on the radio. She's like, just give me, you know, uh, let me work the radio and then you drive. And I was like, hey, I got this. I'm so used to doing it on my own. Right. But then what, what happened was that led into her noticing. She says, she says, uh, Ken, you're, you're damaged. And I say, what? She say, you damaged. And I, and I couldn't take it personal. Right. Cause when she said it, I, I kind of knew which direction this, this, uh, conversation was going because of what we had already been talking to talking about. She said, you're damaged. She says the relationships that you've been in, in your life, the people didn't know how to take care of your heart. And I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty deep. And when she said it, it was something that I was able to hold on to and self-reflect in some areas. Right. So it was easier for me to allow her to do some of the little things that I was doing on my own, Uh, like turn the radio, you know, simple things. But it was such a deep question when she said you're damaged. I didn't take it personal. I was like, wow, that gave me an opportunity to look at some other areas in my life that I haven't matured in. Right. I uh, took the time to be okay with being criticized and critiqued. Because I already pride myself on being a pretty level-headed guy. You know, the things that I've experienced in my past are actually some of my best stories. Um, and, And I've grown so much from it. But there's still other areas, other layers that I can actually tap into that will help me grow and and get out of that so-called damaged state. Right. So we all. We all have things that we can work on. Um, so the the young lady and I are still really, really good friends and we can be extremely transparent and just kind of talk about anything. And I like that. So one of the tips I just want to give out is that a damaged person, a person who is damaged um, may not know that they are damaged. So when you're offering advice or you're trying to give them some kind of critique on who they are as a person, they may not know that they're damaged. So they may take it. Um, 
offensively if it's not done correctly. So if you're going to offer that advice, come from that place of of understanding and know that you have some things to work on, too. So how you bring it and present it is very important. Right. So damaged people may not necessarily know that they're damaged because that's all they know and that's how they function. So when you're offering them words of wisdom, words of encouragement, notice um, or, or be extremely mindful of how you present it. You know, I believe a damaged person can be healed a lot faster than the broken person. I believe a damaged person can be healed a lot faster than a broken person. A damaged person, like I said, may not know that they're damaged. So when you when you come from an outside looking in type of view and you give that person your perspective on what you've been observing, they may say, oh, my God, I did not realize that. Let me change that a little bit. Um, rude people, people may be rude or or whatever it is that you're, you're observing. But to them, they're just like, oh, I'm just blunt. That's just who I am. I got to be transparent. This is who I am. And you say, well, you get more bees with honey than you do vinegar. They're like, what do you mean? That opens you up to be uh, to converse a lot better than just telling them there's something wrong with them. So a damaged person to me personally can be healed a lot faster than a broken person. Sometimes broken people will have the mindset that that's just who they are and they have no desire to change. Perfect example. Um, I I had made a meme one day and the meme that I placed it on uh, uh, Instagram was a pretty nice meme, but it was like a picture of a broken, I think, toilet or something, but the way it was a broken image. And on the image I placed on there, I said broken uh, morals corrupt good character. So some people, if you look at the image, the image was like shattered. And some people who are broken, it's hard for them to be placed, you know, put back together properly because they have so many issues. For example, if a man or woman um, is in, in, in a relationship, a man or a woman has been in a, a long term relationship, right? And they, the, for whatever reason, is very domestic, is very violent. Uh, people don't talk to each other correctly. So it's like hurt people, hurt people. What happens is that becomes their cycle, right? And it creates and forms new habits or habits that linger around. So those people are broken in those relationships and say, for example, they break up and they get into some perfectly uh, somewhat healthy relationships outside of what they just left. And they take that brokenness and that broken behavior into something else that could potentially be amazing, but they take their broken behavior and corrupt another relationship. And that's just a cycle that continues to progress. And it sucks because a broken person is more, uh, they, they, they're a lot more close off to uh, words of wisdom sometimes, or it takes them to be completely broken for them to want to listen. So I think it's very important that you understand what stage of life that you're in. And if you are broken or if you're damaged, be okay with someone, uh, uh, the, the right people anyway, showing you some areas in your life that you need to be fixed. It sucks when you have a broken person who or, or a damaged person, whatever, they can be the same thing sometimes. 
it sucks when they have a heart to really uh, open up and say, I need to be fixed. They're at their lowest of low. So the only thing that they can do is look up. They're looking for encouragement. They're looking for words of wisdom. They're look, they have some hope still, even with being beat up and broken, men or women, uh, uh, because women wear it on a sleeve. Most men don't. So men sometimes are more damaged than women, right? And say they're open for this new uh, 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 way of thinking. They're open to this new way of living. And then you got the wrong person that they go to because that's the person they've been going to all this time. For example, that one home girl that likes drama and she she can't wait to to hear what you have uh, uh, to say about your relationship. And you go to her and she's telling you, girl, you need to lead that bum or and she's not knowing all the factors um, based. She just listening to based on what you're saying. And sometimes that's that is everything that she needs to hear. But sometimes she needs to hear both sides. And what happens is you just go to that one damaged person who's offering you advice. So two damaged people or two broken people, right? Offering each other advice never fix a solution. And sometimes, yes, it's very important that you find a way to leave that solution because it's very harmful and and damaging. But some situations, it don't even take all that. It takes literally like proper communication. It takes both of you in that relationship, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, mother, daughter, father, son, whatever. Those are relationships, co-worker. It's all about proper communication. But if you go to the wrong people, they're going to offer some advice and you'd be like, oh, I'm going to use that advice. But you you didn't look at all. They're giving you advice. You're going to the person that's giving you advice that had all these other broken relationships and they're single. They don't know what a healthy relationship looked like, but they quick to offer some advice. And, and it's the same for men. Men are very prideful. They go to their homeboys. They go to their dog. Man, I, I just got to talk to my dog. And yes, sometimes just having that companionship helps you during those seasons. But broken people, uh, a lot of times, all they do is offer broken advice. But yet we run to them because... It's something in our hearts that we need to connect to people and we need to 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 heal and and and, and our our souls are crying out for something better. But what happens is if we don't understand that we're going to broken people, all we're going to get is that broken advice. We'll keep going to them and it's a cycle and you keep those people around you, those very unhealthy people that's not helping you and y'all begin to think the same way. And so you're wondering, y'all know each other's business. You know each other's brokenness, but no one's offering help, a solution the, the, the proper way. I think one of the best things for me, um, I was going through, and this is just my transparency. I was going through a divorce at a season of my life, and um, I wanted to do counseling because I didn't see anything in our relationship that really required us to get a divorce. And so my ex and, and by no means would I ever dog her. She was a very, very good woman. But there's some areas in, in her that was very, very broken way before I came in the picture. But there's some areas in me that, that she pulled out. And I was just like, oh, wait, OK, these are things I need to work on. Thank God it was never a, a violent situation. It was always something emotional. Me, I'm the helper. I want to help. I want to do different things. And for her, she was more closed off. And that became very detrimental to our growth.
right? And so, um, and, and, I, and I'm very thankful uh, that her and I are good friends now that uh, we just realize we are better apart than together. And sometimes that's the situation, right? So um, it's, it's very easy, like going through that situation of my relationship that I understood there's some areas in me that, that had to be broken. So I think uh, our transparency and our openness, right? If we are willing, we can be healed. So check this out. During the, the, the last season of the relationship, uh, I went to like, I'm, I'm a man of faith. So I went to church and they offered some counseling through like church services. It was a, it was a service counseling service outside of the church itself. It was just connected. And so I said, you know what? Let me lead by example. I went to this service myself or went to this uh, counseling session. And to be honest with you, if anybody who knows me knows that I'm a super positive dude, I'm very positive. I, I love being optimistic about almost everything. Yes, I go through my moments, but for the most part, I'm very optimistic about life itself. It's just too much joy in the world uh, for us not to just, you know, be a part of that. And I went to this uh, uh, counseling session and uh, man, some things got pulled out that I didn't even know was still lingering. And how the woman spoke to me, she said something that I thought was extremely powerful. She says, um, what is the lie that you've been believing? And I sat there, I got quiet and God kind of spoke to my spirit. And he says that you had to uh, earn love. And I thought that was huge. And that that's going to be for a whole nother story, a whole nother podcast, because I would like to share those stories. But she says, what is the lie that you've been believing? So I want you, whoever's listening, what is some of the lies that you've been believing? What is some of the lies? And then she says, the lady says, what is the truth? And then God spoke to me and he talked about love. He says, I freely gave it so you don't have to earn it. And he spoke to this to my spirit. And, and I shared this with the, with the counselor and the other person that was in the room. And it opened me up to a whole new way of thinking. So. I operated from a place of I had to earn love. My my father wasn't a part of my life and no no shame or, or thing on him. But I didn't know that I was dealing with an area of forgiveness when I always said I forgave the man for not being in my life. But she led me on a, on a thing of confessions like I forgive my father for not being in my life. I forgive my father for not helping me become a man. I forgive. I forget. It was just all about forgiveness. Oh, I forgive my mother. It's marriage. I forgive my children. It, it was it was amazing and a breakthrough in my life that I didn't know I was harboring these things. So when she said, what is the, the what is the truth? And when God said, um, you don't have to earn love because I freely gave it. I said, oh my God, that was a breakthrough. Whether you believe in God or not, this is what he put in my spirit. And this is what I believe. And what happened was now when I approach relationships, not just a couple type relationships, just relationships, period. Whether it's coworkers, my parents, my children, whoever. I come from a place of uh, uh, joy because I come from a place of love. See, when you know that you are loved properly, unconditional love, not conditional, that if you do something wrong, you're going to be uh, uh, um, 
ridiculed. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be whatever judged. When you come from a place of real love, like true love, you operate differently. You're not doing a bunch of stuff for acceptance from anybody. So you come from a place of love. You don't come from a place of offense because you've already forgiven those people because you've already been forgiven. So it's very important that we understand that truth. If you learn to operate from a place of love, it, the, the healing place can start, you, you know, the healing can start to manifest and take place. So, yes, you know, the topic of today is can a damaged person or damage, can, can it? Can a person damage goods, as we call it? Can a person who is damaged, can they be a good person? And, and, and the answer is absolutely yes. A lot of people that know me know that they, they don't know my story based on how I care of myself, based on who, what my character is, not something that I'm, 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 I'm portraying, right? Consistency, my, my consistency in character shows them who I am. But it's amazing when I start sharing stories of my past, uh, they are like, oh, my God, I wouldn't have known that. based on how you talk and carry yourself. I wouldn't have known that's what you've had to experience. And my life wasn't completely horrible. It wasn't horrible at all. Actually, I just went through some things like everybody else. And I consider myself a damaged person. And it's not something to brag about. It's just saying, oh, I understand there's some things that need to be healed in my life. So hopefully that today you tuned in all the way through. I think it's very important that we understand who we are. We have to be okay with being transparent with ourselves because the moment we are transparent with ourselves, the healing can truly manifest and, and we can begin to, to affect some of the, the relationships in our lives. And, and this is the thing, when the healing starts to take place, there's some things in your life you won't no longer tolerate. There's some things that you're just going to want to change and you're not going to give up and go to the next relationship damage. You're going to start your healing process before you even leave that relationship. And if that person doesn't want to heal with you, then you got to rethink some things. I can't tell you what to do, but you got to rethink some things. And then also that um, will not change with uh, uh, um, your relationship with your children with your coworkers and, and, and those things will start to change and take place. And that, that won't go into the next generation. If you have children, right? Because you don't want to walk around life damaged and putting all this craziness on your kids and your kids repeat that cycle. And they may not be able to make it through the stuff you went through. Some of these kids are giving up. Some of these people are giving up on life. It's excuse me on life itself. So it's very important that we understand. Let's be transparent with ourselves and start that healing process. If you got to go to counseling, be okay with going to counseling. Don't be worried about being judged and critiqued. Heck, some of us really need that because we've been bumping our heads for so long. We didn't build a callus on our thought process. And somebody need to get through that thick stuff and tell you you need to fix some things. And if you listen, it, oh, the rest of your life can be amazing. So a damaged person and a broken person can be healed. A damaged person can be healed sometimes a lot faster than a broken person. If you are that broken person, you're not alone. Uh, you're not the only one out there like that. But you have to be willing to, to, to truly open up and, and uh, uh, let that, that healing take place with you as well. Yours just might need a lot more work <laughs> like mine. So 
um, and no judgment. Right. So if you enjoyed the podcast, if you have any, uh, I think on the on the podcast, there's a way for you to leave comments, leave a voicemail. Actually, there's a way for you to leave comments, leave a voicemail. Um, if you're loving the voice, if you're loving the, 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 the way uh, these podcasts are going, leave a voicemail and uh, maybe I can put the voicemail in the uh, uh, in the next podcast. I would love to do that. I want some interaction with you people. And if this really helped you in any way and you want to continue, I can do a a part two of this. Um, I would love for you to share this with somebody that you believe that this can really help because that's what it's really all about. It's not about soaking in all information and leaving it for yourself. Somebody else needs to hear this. So tap in. Uh, Let me know what you you think. You can reach me at Kendrick Steele for more positive things. Uh, positive posts or just words of wisdom. You can definitely hit me on Facebook, inbox me uh, what you think um, at Kendrick Steele, like standing still. Kendrick Steele on Facebook, Twitter, or uh, on Instagram. Instagram is Creative Ambition. It's C R E A T V A M B I T I O N. Creative Ambition. C R E A T V. A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. Creative ambition. Hit your boy up. Talk to you later. All right. Y'all have a good one. Peace.